six years. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now ready to go with the press conference for the second and third place drivers in the Indy Lights Freedom 100. Exciting racing on track, and we weren't ever sure how it was going to kind of roll out, but of course, Mateus Laced, our winner, was able to hold the spot up front. Let's start with the driver coming home in third today, Dalton Kellett. Uh, obviously, the emotions at the start. Let's begin with the start. Obviously, you're coming through turn number two. Very tight quarters. It appeared to me like you guys were right side by side. You and Colton Herta. What are your thoughts on what happened on the track? I haven't really seen much of a replay or any data or anything yet, so I can't really say exactly what happened. You know, from my from my point of view, we were going side by side, and I just picked up some understeer. But again, we'll have to kind of review that when we get back to the trailer. What were your thoughts when we went back to green? Immediate laps, of course. Is my car potentially damaged? Did you feel any kind of ill effects? It was a pretty light contact. I really wasn't worried. So I, I, I knew I just had contact with the outside of the uh, front right Cooper tire. So, and you know, didn't did a good job holding up. Uh, went down to the went down to the inside of the front straight just so the crew could have a look, and they didn't see anything. So I was confident going going to the green. What was interesting was kind of how the story of your race kind of unfolded. You were quick, and then you fell back a little bit, and you seemed to gain some gain some momentum again. Can you talk about how that kind of rolled out? Did the car? fade off a bit? Did you want to cool the tires or was that just the momentum of the race? Part of it was the momentum of, of, of the race and just me trying to figure out how I needed to play the guys in front of me to get a run. You know, we were, felt like we had a really strong car through turn two and uh, turn three and lots of understeer, or sorry, one and uh, one and three, but lots of understeer through two and four. And it took me a little bit to kind of figure out how to gap the guys and where to place my wing to stay under them again, get a run. Um, and yeah, I think mechanically we had a decent amount of understeer, so that would have been something, definitely something that we could have improved on. But overall, the Andretti Autosport guys did a great job with the number 28 KLN car. You know, we obviously didn't get a lot of time, you guys. We, we were supposed to have two practice sessions yesterday, only the one shorter session, and then qualifying. Overall, how would you, that's not, I don't want to say grade yourself, but how, overall, how would you look at this weekend in terms of uh, a podium finish? Deja vu from last year. <laughs> All over again. <laughs> uh, no, in in like seriously though, I think the like I said, we did a great job. You know, the team worked really hard, and we came off the we came off the truck quick. You know, we went right out in the first session with a qual sim, and I was really confident coming back here. So yeah, I think that just, that just speaks to the work that the and and Dreddy crew has been doing all all year. Congratulations on another podium finish in the Freedom 100. Thank you. Let's move to Aaron Tielitz. Uh Aaron, you were very quick in Monday testing. Uh, again, like so many of the drivers in Indy Lights in the paddock, caught out by the rain and not getting a lot of track time. You and I spoke before the race, and you said, like, I have a good, fast car. I'm, uh, you know, the top end's good. Did, was that in your mind when you were kind of settling in? Because you did start moving forward pretty quickly. Yeah, um, you know, early on, that's when you can pass the most cars as fast as possible. So I made good work early in the race to get up to third behind uh, Dalton and then kind of settled in when I was behind Dalton and when I had an opportunity and had a run, got around him. And then really was just sizing up Mateus for most all of the race. And um, I tried to see if I could beat him back to the line by being in the outside of the racetrack, carry more momentum. And that's actually where I lost all my momentum and then got back behind uh, Dalton there. Obviously, your first ever Freedom 100, so learning every time you're out there. You did try a couple of good moves on the outside, so you were aggressive in making the move. What happened with the car when you went to the top? You weren't actually able to make it roll all the way around. Right. I, I don't think anything bad happened. I stayed flat when I went to the outside, um, but I'm pretty sure that Mateus had less wing in his car, so they were more trimmed out. Um, they started at the front, so they weren't too worried about having to pass a lot of cars, so they can do that. But where we started in sixth, we knew we were going to have to pass cars and have a little extra downforce. 
Um, so I was good behind cars and getting runs, but when I would pull out of uh, the draft to get by Mateus, my car would just kind of stall out as I'd pull up to go around him, and then he just had more speed in a straight line, and that's how he could hold me off. Let's talk about the last lap. You fall back to third, then you go out. You and Dalton going to come across the line side by side. What, were your, what was your mindset starting that last lap? Yeah, starting in the last lap, um, I knew I probably wouldn't be able to get a great run through two down the back straight to pass um, Dalton. So I was really just setting it all up for turn four and getting a monster run off of that. And really, I got a little bit lucky. I still had a good run, but I had a, a better run because Dalton uh, was a little aggressive, getting down on the curb, trying to pass Mateus to the line. So um, he slid up the racetrack and didn't get a very good run. So it wasn't a huge deal getting by him before the line, honestly. I think I was maybe almost a four, full car ahead of him. But um, yeah, close finish for sure. Congratulations on second. Well done. Thank you. Any questions right now from the media? Aaron, are you pleased with second or disappointed you didn't get first? Uh, I'm honestly disappointed I didn't get first. I think you come to Indianapolis and uh, you don't care about where you finish unless it's first place. Everyone wants to be down there kissing the bricks, skipping the uh, interviews like Mateus can right now. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we came here for. It's a little disappointing, but still, honestly, a great day, um, especially in terms of the championship. A lot of the contenders didn't have great days, so I, I made up a lot of points on uh, the other guys. A question to Dalton Kellett. You said earlier you had light contact with uh, Colton Herter. Did you uh, radio to your team what to do and they give you advice? Uh, can you repeat that, sir? Just the last yeah. part of the question. After the light contact, I mean, you never know if there's maybe a, a bigger, um, whatever, can mm -hmm. result in a bigger problem with your car when you have a light contact. Did you have to radio contact with your team and what did, you, what did they advise you? Yeah, after the contact, I was right on the radio going down the back straight, kind of giving them the rundown of what happened, just said, had a you know, light contact outside front, and then when, when we came by for the, on, on the front straight, the mechanics were there on, on the pit wall to have a look at the front wing, and they deemed that everything looked fine, so we kept going. Uh, this one's kind of for both of you guys. Um, it, seemed like, uh, uh, <laughs> it seemed like Matthias was uh, really just, he was really good in the corners, whereas you guys could sneak up on the back, on the back straight on the back stretch and the front stretch. Uh, was there any like, uh, plans to like, take advantage of that, or was there like, that was just you know, doing whatever you could to get a run off of, run on him? Yeah, I would actually argue the exact opposite of that. I think Mateus was incredibly good on the straightaways, which is why we could barely catch him in a straight line. Usually the lead car should be the slowest car in a straight line, so the fact that we could barely catch him and get alongside of him meant that his car was just really, really fast. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I thought my car handled well in traffic. I don't know, Dalton can probably say about the same thing. He made some good moves, too. So, um, yeah, we just, just didn't quite have it for Mateus, unfortunately. Yeah, I think just to shed some light on maybe what you were seeing, what we find here with, with, with the Mazda IL-15 is that, you know, and any car really, is that when you're in a draft, you know, you can definitely suck up to guys. So you always feel like you're quicker than the car ahead of you. And for the guy that's out front, he has clean air on, on, his, on, on his wing. So, of course, he's, he's going to be able to go flat out around, around the whole track, whereas we're going to get a monster run, be 10 miles up, you know, 10, 10 miles an hour up, going in, in, into the corner, have to lift, and then pick up understeer, or, you know, you get, get some clean air on your nose and you get, get, some, get, some, get some more rotation. So that might have been a little bit of what was going on there. Aaron, uh, you've had a rough go of it leading into this race. So how good was it to get some momentum back on your side? Yeah, definitely great to get some momentum back on my side. After coming out of the box strong in St. Pete and having such an awesome opening weekend, 
Um, you know, we kind of uh, trailed off and had some really rough weekends at Barber and then here at the Indy GP where we just didn't have the pace, didn't have good luck, a lot of bad things happened. But uh, today, definitely, I think, riding the ship and uh, we'll carry some good momentum into my home race at Road America next month. Well, guys, thank you so much. We're going to get Mateus laced up here at one point. Patrick, okay, one more question. Give the mic. You have a booming voice. What are you talking about? It's for the transcriptionist. You know that, Rob. Uh, real quick, uh, both of you kind of answer this for me. The high side here, that high side pass, we only see it happen with the lights cars. What's that like to try and make that, you know, instead of popping under someone to pop outside, what's that feel like, uh, Aaron, first? Uh, I like it. I think it, it makes the corner in the lights car look less intimidating when you're entering it from the high side. Um, you feel more confident to just turn in flat out, even if you're on the high side. Uh, and the lights cars obviously don't have as much speed entering the corners as the, the Indy cars do, so we can run that groove high. And um, I think that the high side is the best way to pass because you can you use less wheel to turn the car, hopefully not to slow it down as much. Yeah, and I just to add to what Aaron said, and I think to, you know just even looking at what happened on, on the first lap when you're on the when you're on the outside, you have the control of the corner, so you know you know, okay, this car inside, and you can dictate how tight or how wide you want to go through there. Uh, and then both of you, real quick, there's a little party going on outside. What are you guys going to do the rest of the day? Uh, well, my, my family's here, my uh, cousins and everyone, and my girlfriend, so I'll probably be hanging out at the trailer, watching some of the action, and uh, getting ready for Sunday. Yeah, I'm probably going to go have a good time with my friends and family that are here. Uh, I'm from Wisconsin, so probably a few beers later tonight. <laughs> and some cheese? Yeah. And some cheese. There's the honesty. Uh, again, Mateus Lace will be coming up. We'll have him for interviews. But if you guys want to do one-on-ones with the drivers until then, feel free. Thank, Thank you, you very much, gentlemen. Congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our Freedom 100 winner and the team owner, Trevor Carlin, here for the press conference, if you'd like to join us. Gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, coming up to join us. It's obviously... An honor to be up here after doing what you did, Mateus. Yeah. Uh, Mateus Laced, congratulations on a fantastic run. Uh, one of the most dominant runs I think that we've seen here uh, for many years, obviously. We cool. normally have two wide, four wide finishes, but you were able to lead from green to checker. Can you just give me your initial thoughts on the event itself and has it sunk in yet that you've won here at Indianapolis? Yeah, uh, I think we had just a perfect car today, and uh, I thought that I would have a hardest race, definitely. But uh, anyway, we managed to, to let the whole race, and I'm very happy. The car was just perfect, you know, throughout the whole race, so we managed to keep in front, and uh, yeah, was it. During the race, knowing that you would have challenge from drivers from behind, yeah. did you try some different lines to make sure you could keep the car a bit lower, or was there a preferred line you ran just to try to stay away? No, I just just kept the same lane, the, the same lines the whole race, and uh, yeah, was it? Thoughts on the the final challenge from Aaron Tielitz? He put the pressure on for the last ten laps. What yeah. were you thinking with him on the outside, you having to hold the bottom? <clears throat> yeah, it was a tough bottom. Uh, I thought that he would overtake me actually, and uh, he didn't manage to do it. But anyway, uh, I was just trying to keep relaxed, you know, and uh, do my job. So I just managed to keep in front of him, and he didn't manage to overtake me. And then I led the whole race, was it. Was there a time over this last week that you said to yourself, 
I may be able to win this race? Was, yeah. it, was it Monday when you were fast and testing? Was there a time when you went, you know what, I can win here? Yeah, I think on Monday when I did my first practice here, my first ever oval practice here, uh, we actually already had the, the same balance. The car was just amazing. And uh, I definitely knew that we had a winning car. So I just tried to keep, to keep concentrated and do my job. And uh, yeah, was it. What are your thoughts on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, your first really ever oval race? What's your thoughts on the racetrack and oval racing on the whole? Yeah, here is just amazing. This actually is my first time ever here as well. So uh, yeah, it's everything new for me. But uh, yeah, the track's just amazing. It's just so fast. I never have been so fast as, as uh, I've been here. So yeah, it was amazing. And uh, to win here in this track is just, it's unbelievable, you know? So I'm looking forward and hope one day win an Indy 500 here. Congratulations on today. Thank you so much. Quick question for Trevor Carlin before we open the, the floor. Trevor, uh, last year, of course, you guys came within inches of winning the Freedom with Ed Jones. Give me your thoughts on maybe that black and white, hot and cold to be able to win here today. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's, we got so close last year um, to win the race. Um, after qualifying, I knew we had a quick car, but it's such a competitive race. I didn't really expect to win today. So for Mateus to do what he did, to, to keep his cool, to drive so smoothly and calmly and lead every lap is, is unheard of. So um, I'm very thankful to be here. I'm very thankful to Mateus, who's, who's done this. It is, as he just said, his first ever visit to Indianapolis and his first ever Indy, uh, uh, oval race. So it's quite incredible what he's achieved, and I'm very proud of him. Uh, overall, on the whole, the Carlin team was very strong here this weekend. You had guys sent you one, two, three at the very start of the race. Is it something you guys have really worked on, or do you believe you've caught, you have a good setup in terms of coming to this racetrack? Well, we, 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 we've worked hard here, and um, you know, we've got a good bunch of guys. Um, we learned a lot last year. Um, this is our third race here at Indianapolis, um, so it's, it's good to win it. But it's very difficult. The competition is very strong. Um, I think we were, um, we were fortunate. Um, in someone else's misfortune that Colton Herter didn't get through lap one because I think he was the, the one guy that could fight really hard with Mateus. Um, so that played into our hands. Um, but I, I think Mateus was, you know, he's, he's been the man of the week, really. Congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Open to the, work my way through here. Trevor, you've had complete success in England with your team. You moved over here. You've had excellent success. Is it about time to move on to full-time IndyCar racing? Well, I mean, that's, that's obviously our ambition. Um, this, this is a very big moment for us to win the Freedom 100 um, at Indianapolis. My next target, obviously, has to be to try and win the, the main race. I, I, I've, I'm constantly working on trying to put the funding together, to put a package together, because I believe I've got a, an amazing team, a bunch of guys. I've got access to some of the best drivers in the world. Um, so, um, at some stage, we want to be here and, and lift that Borg Warner Trophy, if it's not too heavy, of course. Uh, two questions, one for Matthias and one for Trevor. Matthias, congratulations first. You Thank said you. earlier, you are the first time here. How could you adopt so quickly to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? And the question for Trevor, below F1 in Europe, now here below IndyCar and Indy Light, I mean, you have you're represented in nearly every open wheel category or championship. How logistically can you manage that? 
this is not a big challenge to manage it logistically and always you're traveling Europe, America, America to Europe? Do you want Matthias to answer first? Matthias, you start first. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I adapt so fast here. I just know that I did one test in Homs in the beginning of the year in the ovals and was kind of difficult for me. But when I came here on Monday, it was just everything so easy, you know. So I think the car was very good since the beginning. So it gave me confidence just to, to take it flat in lap three, I think. And then, yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, regarding your question, um, yeah, it's quite a, a logistical challenge um, for us, but we, we run each of our teams as independent units. So they've got their own team manager, mechanics, engineers. Um, I'm very fortunate. I've got a wonderful bunch of people working for me in, in every category I do. Um, so I can rely on them. I, tr I travel around and try and keep them company and get in the way and annoy them. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful bunch of guys. We've got a, a culture. We, we always try and do our best for our drivers. Um, we, we want them to be successful. And if they're successful, then obviously so are we. Um, so it's a great pleasure. And the traveling, well, that's just part of the price we have to pay for um, enjoying motor racing. Uh, no, this weekend we're not racing in Monte Carlo, no. Mateus, uh, this is a huge win for you, winning yeah. at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, how does it feel to say that you're a winner at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and then how does this uh, help or affect your confidence going into future ovals? Yeah, it's just an amazing feeling. Um, this is just a, such a big place, an important place. A lot of big drivers have won here, uh, and the best drivers on the world have won here. So yeah, I think today I achieved a big, a big uh, goal that I had. So yeah, I'm quite happy. This is a dream that came true, but I'm still looking forward for the next rounds. Uh, we have a long championship ahead of us, and uh, we ha still have two more ovals in the championship. So yeah, looking forward for this, and hopefully we can get more wins. Trevor, you, we just heard, you know, we know about your success around the world and, and now you're doing it here at Indy and, and I know how committed you are. But can you give us some insight as to your kind of love affair with this place? Everybody has their own story. So when did you start kind of thinking about Indy and thinking about it as a place to come and try and win that Borg Warner? I, I can't remember exactly the year. Uh, it's either 1986 or 1987. I was actually living in California um, and I watched the Indy 500. I, I, I think it was the year... Um, maybe Danny Sullivan spun at 85, okay. So um, Danny spun and then won the race. And, and, and that, I thought, oh my God, how can that happen? You know, it's incredible. So I've always, since then, I've followed, I've followed the race. I watch it every year on TV. Um, and now I've, you know, I thought, I would love to enter a team here at Indianapolis. And this is the, um, the first step on, on that journey. And, you know, I'm very proud of Mateus and the team that we've, we've now won here. Um, but, you know, the job isn't finished. It's one step on the way to hopefully, you know, winning the great prize. And we, and we know it's impossibly difficult to do, um, but we're realistic. And if you don't try, you've got no chance. So we're going to try and, you know, you never know. The luck might go our way. Uh, earlier in the season when this thing started, it looked like you were trying to get acclimated to the car and the team. But we've seen the last few, few rounds, you continue to click off best finish after best finish. Now you've won. I mean... This win puts you top five in the championship. You really feel like you can start to make a run at this title now that you've started to, to learn the car and the team? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I definitely changed 
all my career when I decided to come to the USA. So everything here is new for me. Also the team, the the track, the car is everything new. So I'm getting used to everything. And uh, of course, my main goal is to win the championship this year. So I think we still have chances to win the championship. Uh, we had some difficult moments in the beginning of the year, but anyway, we still have a lot of rounds, and hopefully, this one was my first win. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I asked this of the guys earlier, so I'm going to ask you two guys. Uh, quite the little party going on outside. So, what are you going to do now, especially since you got that big giant cup you can drink out of? Uh, well, I'm going I'm to go and help the guys load the truck, <laughs> um, which isn't very glamorous. But then after that, I'm sure we'll have a few beers and we'll go out into town tonight, uh, have a good dinner and celebrate. So, yeah, looking forward to it. But, it, yeah, the, I mean, the atmosphere here is, is just incredible. It, there's nothing like it in motor racing in the world. And I've been to pretty much every motor race in the world, and this is, this is number one by far. Yeah, I think we're going to have a busy day ahead. So looking forward to it, but... Anyway, would like to have some dinner with my team as well and celebrate with them. Gentlemen, anything else, ladies? I think we're good. We'll open it up to single questions. Guys, congratulations, Mateus. Thank you. Freedom 100 winner. Okay.